You're listening to a Glassbox Media Podcast. If you love falling asleep to the I Can't Sleep Podcast, I think I know of a brand new show for you to wake up to. The Daily Book Club is a podcast where the host, Otis Gray, reads classic stories every day, one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Hear amazing tales read start to finish. Whether you want to get engaged and wrapped up in fantastic stories that have stood the test of time, or you just want to relax and listen to a great book, The Daily Book Club is there for you to get lost in however you like. Right now, Otis is reading The Enchanted April. In the 1920s, four women, unfulfilled with life, take a chance and abscond to a dreamy medieval Italian castle in the month of April as the flowers bloom. It's a story dripping with wisteria, the beauty of solitude, and an unlikely pursuit of joy in Portofino, Italy. A perfect book to start this season. You can find The Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and tune in each morning to hear what happens next. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, Experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Welcome to the I Can't Sleep podcast, where I read random articles to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. I'm your host, Benjamin Boster. As more people discover the benefits of fasting, including weight loss, enhanced mental and physical performance, and improved gut health, the challenge often lies in the daunting prospect of not eating. That's where Prolon comes in, a groundbreaking plant-based nutrition program that nourishes your body while tricking your cells into thinking they're fasting. Developed over decades at the University of Southern California's Longevity Institute and supported by top U.S. medical centers, Prolon is designed to maintain healthy blood sugar levels, support cardiovascular health, and help reduce abdominal fat. However, Prolon is not just a diet. It's a science-driven approach rooted in Nobel Prize-winning medical research. The journey with Prolon begins with a five-day regimen of snacks, soups, and beverages, all crafted to sustain a fasting state. Choosing a nutrition program can be daunting, yet Prolon would be at the top of my list for its convenience, scientific backing, and effectiveness. It's no surprise that thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon to foster healthy blood sugar and cardiovascular health. Right now, Prolon is offering I Can't Sleep listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash I Can't Sleep. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash I Can't Sleep for this special offer. 
That's prolonlife.com slash I can't sleep. And thank you to Prolon for sponsoring the podcast. This episode is from an article on Wikipedia entitled Aperture. Enjoy the episode. Aperture. In optics, an aperture is a hole or an opening through which light travels. More specifically, the aperture and focal length of an optical system determine the cone angle of a bundle of rays that come to a focus in the image plane. An optical system typically has many openings or structures that limit the ray bundles. Ray bundles are also known as pencils of light. These structures may be the edge of a lens or mirror, or a ring or other fixture that holds an optical element in place, or may be a special element such as a diaphragm placed in the optical path to limit the light admitted by the system. In general, these structures are called stops, and the aperture stop is the stop that primarily determines the ray cone angle and brightness at the image point. In some contexts, especially in photography and astronomy, aperture refers to the diameter of the aperture stop rather than the physical stop or the opening itself. For example, in a telescope, the aperture stop is typically the edges of the objective lens or mirror, or of the mount that holds it. One then speaks of a telescope as having, for example, a 100 centimeter aperture. Note that the aperture stop is not necessarily the smallest stop in the system. Magnification and demagnification by lenses and other elements can cause a relatively large stop to be the aperture stop for the system. In astrophotography, the aperture may be given as a linear measure, for example, in inches or millimeters, or as the dimensionless ratio between that measure and the focal length. In other photography, it is usually given as a ratio. Sometimes stops and diaphragms are called apertures even when they are not the aperture stop of the system. The word aperture is also used in other contexts 
to indicate a system which blocks off light outside a certain region. In astronomy, for example, a photometric aperture around a star usually corresponds to a circular window around the image of a star within which the light intensity is assumed. Application The aperture stop is an important element in most optical designs. Its most obvious feature is that it limits the amount of light that can reach the image film plane. This can be either unavoidable, as in a telescope, where one wants to collect as much light as possible, or deliberate to prevent saturation of a detector or overexposure of film. In both cases, the size of the aperture stop is constrained by things other than the amount of light admitted. However, the size of the stop is one factor that affects depth of field. Smaller stops, larger F numbers, produce a longer depth of field, allowing objects at a wide range of distances to all be in focus at the same time. The stop limits the effect of optical aberrations. If the stop is too large, the image will be distorted. More sophisticated optical system designs can mitigate the effect of aberrations, allowing a larger stop and therefore greater light collecting ability. The stop determines whether the image will be vignetted. Larger stops can cause the intensity reaching the film or detector to fall off toward the edges of the picture, especially when, for off-axis points, a different stop becomes the aperture stop by virtue of cutting off more light than did the stop that was the aperture stop on the optic axis. A larger aperture stop requires larger diameter optics, which are heavier and more expensive. In addition to an aperture stop, a photographic lens may have one or more field stops, which limit the system's field of view. When the field of view is limited by a field stop in the lens rather than at the film or sensor, vignetting results. This is only a problem if the resulting field of view is less than was desired. The biological pupil of the eye is its aperture in optics nomenclature. The iris is the diaphragm that serves as the aperture's stop. Refraction in the cornea causes the effective aperture, the entrance pupil in optics parlance.
to differ slightly from the physical pupil diameter. The entrance pupil is typically about 4 millimeters in diameter, although it can range from 2 millimeters f8.3 in a brightly lit place to 8 millimeters f2.1 in the dark. In astronomy, the diameter of the aperture stop, called the aperture, is a critical parameter in the design of a telescope. Generally, one would want the aperture to be as large as possible to collect the maximum amount of light from the distant objects being imaged. The size of the aperture is limited, however, in practice by considerations of cost and weight, as well as prevention of aberrations, as mentioned above. Apertures are also used in laser energy control, close aperture Z-scan technique, diffractions patterns, and beam cleaning. Laser applications include spatial filters, Q-switching, high-intensity X-ray control. In light microscopy, the word aperture may be used with reference to either the condenser, changes angle of light onto specimen field, field iris, changes area of illumination, or possibly objective lens forms primary image. See optical microscope. In photography, the aperture stop of a photographic lens can be adjusted to control the amount of light reaching the film or image sensor. In combination with variation of shutter speed, the aperture size will regulate the film's or image sensor's degree of exposure to light. Typically, a fast shutter will require a larger aperture to ensure sufficient light exposure, and a slow shutter will require a smaller aperture to avoid excessive exposure. A device called a diaphragm usually serves as the aperture stop and controls the aperture. The diaphragm functions much like the iris of the eye, it controls the effective diameter of the lens opening. Reducing the aperture size increases the depth of field, which describes the extent to which subject matter lying closer than or farther from the actual plane of focus appears to be in focus. In general, the smaller the aperture, the larger the number. The greater the distance from the plane of focus, the subject matter may be while still appearing in focus. The lens aperture is usually specified as an F number, the ratio of focal length to effective aperture diameter. A lens typically has a set of marked F-stops that the F number can be set to. A lower F number denotes a greater aperture opening, which allows more light to reach the film or image sensor. The photography term 1 F-stop 
refers to a factor of the square root of 2, approximately 1.41 change in f number, which in turn corresponds to a factor of 2 change in light intensity. The photography term 1 f-stop refers to a factor of the square root of 2, approximately 1.41, change in f number, which in turn corresponds to a factor of 2 change in light intensity. Aperture priority is a semi-automatic shooting mode used in cameras. It permits the photographer to select an aperture setting and let the camera decide the shutter speed and sometimes also ISO sensitivity for the correct exposure. This is also referred to as Aperture Priority Auto Exposure, A mode, AV mode, Aperture Value mode, or Semi-Auto mode. Typical ranges of apertures used in photography are about F 2.8 to F 22, or F2 to F16, covering six stops, which may be divided into wide, middle, and narrow of two stops each, roughly using round numbers, F2 to F4, F4 to F8, and F8 to F16, or for a slower lens, f2.8 to f5.6, f5.6 to f11, and f11 to f22. These are not sharp divisions, and ranges for specific lenses vary. Maximum and Minimum Apertures Further information, lens speed. The specifications for a given lens typically include the maximum and minimum aperture sizes. For example, f1.4 to f22. In this case, f1.4 is the maximum aperture, the widest opening, and f22 is the minimum aperture, the smallest opening. The maximum aperture opening tends to be of most interest and is always included when describing a lens. This value is also known as the lens speed, as it affects the exposure time. The aperture is proportional to the square root of the light admitted, and thus inversely proportional to the square root of required exposure time, such that an aperture of f2 allows for exposure times one quarter that of f4. Lenses with apertures opening f2.8 or wider are referred to as fast lenses. Although the specific point has changed over time, for example, 
In the early 20th century, aperture openings wider than f6 were considered fast. The fastest lenses for the common 35mm film format in general production have apertures of f1.2 or f1.4, with more at f1.8 and f2.0, and many at f2.8 or slower. f1.0 is unusual, though sees some use. When comparing fast lenses, the image format used must be considered. Lenses designed for a small format such as half-frame or APS-C need to project a much smaller image circle than a lens used for large format photography. Thus, the optical elements built into the lens can be far smaller and cheaper.